Hello, welcome back to Thorns and All. I'm your host, Alicia Rose, and I'm so excited to be here with you today. Um, in the past episodes, as I've just been getting used to everything, I've kind of been jumping right into the topic. But what I really want to do is have a little segment at the beginning where I just talk about what's been working lately and why I think this is important is actually related to this episode but we often just go through life in autopilot and do things that become habit and routine and don't actually really check in with if they feel good or if they're actually benefiting us in some way so as part of us just becoming more aware of what's working and what's not and what feels good for us I want the first segment of the episodes to be just what's been working lately and as I reflect on what's been working for me and what's been helping me feel good I also would like you to reflect on what in your daily routines and what have you been doing that has been helping you feel good and what do you want to do more of so lately for me what's been working is Uh, doing movement on my lunch break um I really tend to like shame myself or feel like I am doing something wrong when I don't wake up early to go to the gym but instead I've been doing like a Pilates or YouTube workout on my lunch after I walk my dog and that's been something that's really feeling good and I think that's really the emphasis is feeling good Even if your expectation of yourself has always been, I'm going to wake up early and go to the gym and lift weights, why does it always have to be this way? What if you really checked in with what your body needs and what will feel good for you, and maybe on that day, that's not what would feel good. So just really taking time to check in, and what's been helping me do that to see what would feel good each day is doing my daily journal. Um, which I created and you can find on Amazon. It's called the Eternally Evolving Daily Journal. But I really created it for myself because it was something that I needed after a really long time of living in autopilot and realizing how it was affecting my life. Um, So it's really just helping me check in with what I need more of and what I need less of and what's actually been feeling good. So, if that's helpful to you, I'll put the link in the show notes in the description, and you can take a look at it as well. But, for this episode today, it's actually really related to living in autopilot. Um, I want to talk about getting out of survival mode and just meeting yourself for who you really are. So, for me, in the last few months... Um, I would say February and March, um, it was really when when I realized that I didn't have to keep living the way that I had been living. And I realized how the way I had been approaching life and the way I had been showing up was really hurting me and making life a lot more difficult than it should be. So what this led to was was really just a depressive episode for a few months where I 
kind of worked through all the things that led me to live the way that I had, which, as I've talked about in previous episodes, was just people-pleasing, codependency, making myself responsible for other people. And I realized why I was that way and how that made me feel. And at that point, for a while, I had been feeling like symptoms of burnout and just feeling exhausted and sad and one really big thing for me was I felt like I lost my capacity for empathy and this is always something that's been really important to me like I really love the fact that I feel things really deeply and have really big emotions and that I can really tune into what other people are feeling Um, and it's why I have a job as a crisis counselor and why I'm a social worker is because of my capacity for empathy. And I feel like after my first year in my full-time job, my first time working that long because I've always been in school and just everything kind of compounding, I really just felt like numb and I was really worried. I would always get angry at myself like why aren't I feeling things deeply what happened to this capacity to really feel for other people like why does it just seem like I don't care why don't I want to go to work and I realized that my my mind and my body was just exhausted of taking on everything for other people and I just kind of went into survival mode which included not feeling anything Um, so survival mode can kind of look different for all of us, but it's just what we do, and it could be old coping mechanisms that are no longer helpful to us, but survival mode is what we've done to cope with situations in order to do what our brain thinks will keep us safe. So there's biological reactions to survival mode as well, uh, such as like fight or flight or the way that our body responds to trauma. But it's also just the coping strategies that you've picked up, like, for example, when you were younger, that helped you get through a certain situation. And when you live in autopilot, you're still using these coping strategies that you may have developed when you were a really young kid. And they're just not helpful to you anymore. Because now you're older, you're stronger, you're not in the same situation, and you don't have to use those coping strategies anymore. So for me, my coping strategy has always been making myself responsible for other people. And I thought that if I could make sure everybody was happy by making myself responsible for their happiness, that I could be safe, that I could be loved, and things would be okay. So, as you can imagine, or as you might relate, it became very exhausting to constantly make myself responsible for the happiness of every single person that I encountered. Especially when you're working as a crisis counselor, and to be honest, sometimes it's very unlikely that the people you're speaking to will end the call happy. Because it's a win if they end the call safe. 
So I had been just taking on the emotions of everyone around me, everyone that I spoke to at work, and just kind of packing it all in, telling myself that if things weren't going right for them, then I need to do something better. And it was my fault, and I need to be able to fix that. And at a certain point, of having that same coping strategy for my whole life, my brain and my body was like, we cannot do this anymore. Like, we're done. We can't take anymore. And that kind of shut off my capacity to feel really deeply for the people that I care about and the people that I support at work. And this really worried me. Like, everything just kind of feel felt a little bit more dulled and dim. And I would always want to try my best to figure out how to open my heart and that's really what it felt like like my heart had been closed after being open for so long and feeling so deeply and caring so deeply as a way to protect me I guess my mind and my body just really closed my heart to feeling deeply anymore and that was really concerning to me because when your heart is closed it really impacts your capacity to feel the good emotions too. And I've always read things about that, that if you close your heart to pain and to loss and fear, that you're also closing your heart to love and joy and bliss. And it made sense, but I didn't really get it on a personal level. And now I 100% do because my heart was closed for probably like months if not a year and I felt how that impacted my relationships with the people that I love the most I felt how that impact my job because I just didn't want to talk to people anymore I dreaded going to work I was scared of what situations I might encounter and it was because my heart had just completely closed as a way to protect me from taking on more and more responsibility for people's emotions. And it's taken me a lot of work to really unlearn that coping strategy of I have to be responsible for everyone in order to be safe. It's taking it's taken a real a lot of really blunt <laughs> statements from therapists telling me you're not that special, and you're not God, and at first, this is hurtful to me, because I'm like, what do you mean I'm not special, (laughs) but really what they meant is, I don't have the power to change the way that other people feel, or make them happy, I don't have the power to completely change their emotions, or their situations, so why am I giving myself the responsibility of doing that? All that I can do is be there for people, do my best to be loving and kind and empathetic, and I can control how I treat other people and how I show up and listen to other people, but what I can't control is how they respond to that or how they make changes or feel differently because of that. I'm responsible for how I treat others, but I'm not responsible for how they feel. And I'm just going to let that one sink in because I feel like myself and 
a lot of people with people-pleasing behaviors and who put super high expectations on themselves might need to hear that one. So that was a really big realization that helped me get out of this autopilot way that I've been living and realize something really big, which was I'm allowed to take care of myself I'm allowed to put myself first, and that doesn't make me selfish. That doesn't mean that I'm no longer a caring and kind person. It means that I'm going to take care of myself so I don't get into this position where my heart completely closes because I just can't take any more. And I feel like ever since I started to shift this belief and realize that I have permission to put myself first and think about what I need and what feels good for me. That's really helped me to get out of survival mode. So for me, when I was in survival mode, I was exhausted. I was feeling resentful. I was feeling anxious. Um, And since I've kind of been working through all these things to change the way that I approach my life and the rules that I've been living by, One thing I've really noticed and I want to talk about because I feel like we all need to have compassion for it if we're going through it ourselves is that I've been needing so much more rest. And to me, I have this idea that I need to be productive, I need to wake up early. So it's been actually kind of hard for me to allow myself to sleep and to rest as much as I need to. But then I saw a post by the holistic psychologist that talked about how when we get out of survival mode, our body finally feels safe to rest. And we can finally allow ourselves to get a full rest. Um, I don't know about you, but for me, for all the years that I've been anxious and people-pleasing and scared of not being good enough, I've always woken up feeling exhausted no matter how much sleep I got. And it was like I never got a deep rest, no matter how much I tried to sleep. And to me, it makes so much sense that I was in survival mode even in my sleep. And that would probably explain why I've always had such bad nightmares and always dream about bad things happening because my brain is still preparing for the worst case scenario. And now that I've gotten out of survival mode, I'm actually getting that deep rest that I haven't been able to get for so many years. So if you're in a similar position where you've been needing more sleep lately or needing more rest, I just want this to be a reminder for you to have compassion for yourself. It's okay if you need more rest sometimes. And that might actually be what your body needs in order to heal mentally and physically. So that's just one thing I've noticed in myself since getting out of survival mode. And what it's done for me is actually helped me see that my worth doesn't change if I'm not productive. Or I don't meet the high expectations that I have for myself. So... As I've been saying, like we can kind of teach ourselves that we don't have to keep living in the same way that we've been living. 
So for example, I don't have to wake up early in the morning, even though I'm exhausted and it doesn't feel good, just to do the things that I think I should do in order to be worthy. What I can do is check in with myself every day and ask myself, well, do I need some extra sleep today? And if I do, I can give that to myself because I know my worth won't change if I sleep in a little bit more and don't get up early and be productive. And what I think happens when we get out of survival mode or even when we just decide that, you know what, I want to change the way that I've been living because the way I've been going about this hasn't been feeling good for me and hasn't been working It's basically one big experiment of gathering evidence against the rules that you've been living by for so long. So for example, my rule was that in order for me to be worthy, in order for me to be safe, I have to make sure that everyone around me is happy and doing okay. My rule was that I need to put other people's feelings before my own, to simplify it. So now that I've decided that rule isn't working for me anymore, I've been collecting evidence that shows me that I can still be worthy when I put myself first. So collecting evidence to show that it's not true that I have to put everybody else's emotions before my own. And this is something that I do a lot in my job because it's really just cognitive behavioral therapy is where we really tend to see the rules and the thoughts we live by in black and white. So it's either they're completely true or they're completely false. And what can help to take back our power over some of these thoughts and rules is to think about evidence and facts that tell us that our rule maybe isn't true and to help us see a different perspective. So this is basically what you do when you decide you want to live differently. You make everything one big experiment to gather information about yourself. So for example, how does it feel when I give myself more sleep when I wake up tired rather than forcing myself to get up? And How do other people respond when I do that? Does it change my worth at all? And you can start to see that these rules you've been living by actually haven't been true all this time. And it's been wrong to tell me that if I put myself first, I will suddenly not be loved anymore or my worth will change. And you just do that by seeing how things go when you choose differently. How do things go when you decide to put yourself first in a moment that you would normally sacrifice your own emotions to put somebody else ahead of you? And it takes time to do this, but healing and changing your thoughts and changing your rules is all basically one big experiment to show yourself the way you've been living doesn't have to be the only way. You can put yourself first and still be loved, and still be worthy, and you'll probably see that you'll be able to love the people around you better when you put yourself first, and I've definitely noticed that within myself, because as I said, when I continued to sacrifice my own needs and my own wants, eventually 
that caused my heart to completely close off. And when I realized that it's actually productive for everyone for me to put my own needs first. And I started allowing myself to choose myself in moments where I normally wouldn't. My heart has opened so much more. I felt my capacity for empathy come back, which, like, it was actually such a drastic change where I'm like, oh my god, I can feel again. I can feel for other people again. And I was so happy because that part of me is something that I've always loved. And I remember that I was talking to a client and I felt myself, like, kind of get choked up a little and I was almost going to cry and I was like oh no this isn't good and then I realized wait yes it is I'm actually feeling compassion and empathy for this person again and that's because I had taken care of myself enough to a level where I could hold other people's emotions without making myself responsible for them and that's huge and that has helped me open my heart so much more Because of course you're going to be scared if you think that other people's happiness is a reflection on what you are doing right or wrong, then you're going to be so scared of doing the wrong thing or saying the wrong thing and you're just going to close yourself off. But if you know that you're not responsible for how they feel and all you can control is how you approach other people and how you care for others... You just find so much more freedom and safety to express yourself exactly how you feel in that moment. You trust yourself so much more to just have that empathy and give that love to other people because you're not, like, you're not making yourself responsible for how they respond to that. So you can be authentic, you can share how you're really feeling, you can be open with the love that you're giving because you know that the way that they respond to that is not a reflection of you. You can have your heart open because you know that your worth doesn't change no matter how people respond to you having your heart open. And that benefits everybody in your life because you can now feel safe to give your full love, your full compassion and care to the people that you care about, which actually helps them to feel more loved and you probably have a bigger impact on their emotions and how they feel that way because instead of trying to care for them and put them first from a place of fear and feeling like if you don't you won't be good enough you're you're treating them with love from a place of overflow you have so much love and trust in yourself that that just overflows into the way that you treat the people that you care about. And it's more unconditional that way. You're not trying to take care of them or put them first because you think it will make you more worthy. You're taking care of them and honoring their emotions and trying to make them feel good because you feel good and you have enough to give to others. So... I know that I said this episode was kind of about survival mode, which in a way it is, but I think it kind of turned into a talk about why it is good and why it's productive to put yourself first. So this is a great episode for the people pleasers out there. Um, This is the first episode that I've kind of just let myself ramble without having any sort of an outline. So I'm really happy with what came through and 
if you're someone who's been feeling like it's selfish if you put yourself first or feeling like you need to put everyone else's needs before your own, this is your reminder that you can share so much more love and so much more light with the world when your heart is open. And the way that you open your heart is to take care of yourself first and know that you're not responsible for the way that other people feel. That all you're responsible for is yourself and how you treat others and the outcome is not a reflection of you. And I hope that takes off some of the pressure and some of the fear that you may have been feeling. I know I felt it for a long time. And when we remove the fear and pressure, then you can fully open your heart and have that capacity for empathy without it being detrimental to you. So in terms of our soul work for this week and what the this segment will include, just because I've been rambling without much of a script, I need to, to think about what I actually want the soul work to be and what I think that you should reflect on. So I'm just going to start talking and see what comes out because I'm going to trust myself. But this week, I challenge you to, one, be really aware in moments where you normally put your feelings last, put yourself on the back burner in order to put someone else first. I challenge you to choose differently, to do the opposite of what you would normally choose, and choose what you need and what will feel best for you and see how that feels. It will be uncomfortable. Your mind will start throwing thoughts at you like you're selfish, you're a bad person, this person isn't going to love you anymore. And I just want you to know that that is not true. That is the part of you that's developed the coping strategy to try to keep you safe. Getting scared that you won't be safe if you no longer follow this coping strategy. But really, that coping strategy is expired, it's outdated, it's not helpful for you anymore. And in order for you to develop new coping strategies and new ways of living that are helpful for you, you need to go through the uncomfortable process of letting go of the ones you've had for so many years. And at first, that might feel unsafe, but once you get through that uncomfortable part, you will, you'll feel what real safety feels like. So in terms of journaling, maybe try to reflect on what coping strategies have I been going through life with? What rules am I living by? Where did these rules come from? What purpose did they serve? And are they still serving me? If they're not, what new rule could serve me? And this takes time, so you don't need to figure this out in a day or a week, but just something to start reflecting on and noticing in yourself. Once you become more aware that there are rules you've been living by that may be holding you back, you can notice them more in each moment. Notice how they're serving you or how they're no longer serving you, and you can start to open your mind and open your perspective to the thought that maybe there is a better way of doing things. 
maybe my life will change if I no longer stay in this autopilot and habitual way of living and instead choose what I need in each moment. So I hope that that allows you to just give yourself more trust and freedom and the opportunity to experience life in a new way than you've been living up until now. Be patient with yourself. Have compassion for yourself. It is really scary to decide to change the way that you've been living. For me, it caused two months of a deep depression and feeling like I couldn't do anything because it was like my reality and way of being had just crumbled around me. But it really needed to crumble in order for me to pick up the pieces and put them back together in a new way to create the life that actually feels good and actually serves me for where I'm at right now. So give yourself care, give yourself kindness. The work that you're doing is a difficult process. It's tiring. So allow yourself to rest and take breaks when you need. So essentially, as I always say, Treat yourself like someone who matters and remember that you're worthy, thorns and all.